Hey there, Black Mom Diaries. Summer's ending and fall's about to begin. So what's next? As one season comes to an end and a new one begins, what does that look like in our strange new world? What old habits are we holding on to? Or what new ways of life are we embracing? Let's talk about it on today's episode. Up next on the Black Mom Diaries. Hey, everybody, this is Patricia. Oh, I like that. I am Latanya. <laughs> and we are the Black Mom Diaries, and we're back in the house. Yes, we should be called the Giggle Sisters. Yeah, we, we laugh a lot together. <laughs> we do. I love it. I love it. Okay. Hey, how's everybody <laughs> doing out there? Patricia, roll call. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Today was a good day. We uh, ventured out into the world. We went to this one crazy store. I'm not going to say the name, but my daughter loved it. My son hated it. Um, yeah. yeah. So it was an ice cube good day. Today was a good day. It was a good day. It was a good day. Life, you know, sometimes, and this is kind of sort of going into what we're talking about today, but you know what I love? I love it when life just feels like normal and Mm -hmm. doing the air quotes, but normal in that it's not like, you know, with everything happening with COVID and everything, things are just different. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just, there are so many things that I think we took for granted and it's just nice when it feels like that stuff never happened and everybody's just cool. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Oh, and there's not all this fear and anxiety happening. Yeah. Yeah. I know anyway, what you're I don't want to bring any, anybody down, but today was an awesome day. It was a great day. I had a nice time with my kitties and, the hubby and it was a beautiful day outside and I I made um tacos and nachos Ooh. that was fun I miss coming over there I could at least lick the pan I know man that sounds really good I didn't I, I mean my husband and my kids went out and then I stayed okay. home I clean better when they're not here oh yeah I bet I mean, it was just awesome. Like, I turned on my gangsta Snoop Dogg mu- music, <laughs> and I was like cleaning up the kitchen. Well, we oh, we got our we got a new dishwasher, so I'm like so Ooh, excited about it. Yes, nice. girl, it's one of them like it talk or something, girl. It just ah. got digital numbers. I'm like, what? Oh, it don't make noise. And my husband's Ooh. like, yes, yeah, at this decibel. I'm like, what? Like, oh, you know, I put on the dishwasher and I mopped the floor and I cleaned out some homeschool stuff and I'm just nice. excited. Yeah. I like it. I love a clean. I don't like clutter. Yeah. So, then so. you don't want to be over here because our house is pretty cluttered right now. Uh, <laughs> my in-laws moved in in January and we still haven't organized. We still have stuff everywhere. And, and my husband and I, every time we look at it, we're like, yeah, we need to do something with that. Um, and we actually saw some really great shelves at the store today. It's got mm-hmm. 20, it's a uh, um, divider shelves with like 25 different compartments. Ooh. There was one with 16 and I was thinking we probably could use a 16. That would be better. And he, of course, reminded me that we have lots of books and lots of things that could go on the 25 
compartment shelf. So yeah, I'd probably go 25 compartment too. We have the, the one that has 25. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The black one, the brown one, like the light brown one or the espresso. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I had, we've had that. Oh, since the kids were small Okay. because they didn't have um, drawers. Like we didn't have like chest of drawers or anything. So we would just use baskets to put their stuff in and their toys. Mm-hmm. So we, we've taken it from the apartment to here. And um, yeah, I need another one, but I don't want to just, it just you know, you walk in the house and there's just shelves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my house would look because, you know, so many books and things in here. Yeah. Well, do you have the one with the, where you have the, what are the baskets that you can put in there or do you have it just open? I have, I had baskets, but my kids, okay. they're just major demolishers. Okay. So they, I know you what know, that's like. those were gone. Those have uh-huh. been gone. And so now they're just open shelves. There's a couple of, that my, they keep their night clothes in one of them. But other than that, it's open shelves, books. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know how it has. I, um, there's this song that I like, I think it's called, tiny terror toddler (laughs) yeah it's a really cool song on a disney on the disney channel girl they got a tiny toddler terror toddler and um i sing it i used to sing it i don't have any toddlers anymore (laughs) my last child turned six i was like no more five t for you it's okay anyway so what's uh what's what are we talking about today because we you know we can just talk I know, I know. And I was about to ask you, or I was about to, anyway. Yeah, let's <laughs> continue, because, yeah. We can do a Tevin Campbell, we can do a Tevin Campbell <laughs> episode. And we talk. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's been a while. Why we old, wow, we old. Tevin Campbell, what I is he, it. like 50 now? Goodness. Ooh, oh, maybe, close. Because he was like, okay, anyway. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. All right. Today we are talking about uh, summer is over. What's next? What is next? I mean, maybe we should look at the TV and let them tell us. Because, you know, I'm just, you know what? What it is, (laughs) is listen, I don't watch TV. Um, Like, I've had the luxury of being in my own business, Mm -hmm. having my own world homeschooling my own kids for the last six years I don't pay attention the only reason I know is because I was a crossing guard and they send me emails and I just make a mistake and click on it and then they're saying okay for the first three weeks kids are not going to school we're gonna give you this option they could come to school on this day and did not and I'm like this sounds so ridiculous and confusing yeah you know like what what is supposed to happen? Like, and then we'll let you know. I'm like, so what's yeah. more important, the education or the isolation? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know either. Let them tell it. I have no idea. So it just seems like the isolation has taken front and center, <laughs> and we don't even care. All of our kids are having a gap year. Well, yeah. not mine. Everybody's yeah. kids. You might as well just take your kids and travel and, you know, 
and just have fun with life traveling and the world you know the world has opened up and i think that um I mean, you know, I, I know that there are still people that are like, stay the F home <laughs> yeah, and talking by, or just saying that this is like a school project and there's always the one that gets stuck with all the work, you know, have you seen those memes? Um, yeah, but I know for us anyway, our our school didn't, they gave us an option at first. And then before we um, submitted our survey, it was changed completely. So every single kid is doing distance learning until at least the end of October. I really don't believe that the schools will open up until next year, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't think it's going to open up next year. You don't think so? No. there's going to be more and more opportunities for people to work from home and for people and for the businesses to let people um, like people are going to be working like at 12 o'clock at night. Like I believe business hours are going to change. change. Let's do this prediction. Like from eight, like, let's think about this. Like if you're going to stay home, with your kids, then business hours needs to change, right? Because so many people are not going to have anywhere, you know, because we've been so trained to go work for someone else, Mm -hmm. you know, we've gotten away from our original. Anyway, we're not going to even go there, but we've gotten so far away from that. Okay, let's let's go, girl. Let's explore that. So, Mm -hmm. because I think like a part of Black Mom Diaries is the importance of knowing that we're not all the same. Yeah, I think there is this, and maybe I'm wrong, but I believe that there's this belief that by society that we're all the same and we're not. No, we're not. No typical black mom. And there, we're like those jelly bellies <laughs> that come in all those different flavors. We couldn't be more different. And mm-hmm. there are groups of us that are very similar, but we're so different. So yeah, let's explore that. Yeah. I, yeah. I knew that when I, I I told him my story, I don't know what podcast that was when I met someone that didn't look like me and they said that, you know what? We don't usually see you guys homeschool, you know? And I'm like, you, you guys, you guys, yeah, we, you know, it's not really normal for you guys to, and oh boy, this is a deep one for me because we have the same opportunity to do what anyone else does, but our minds have been conditioned that we have to do it one way, mm-hmm. go to work or, or go to school, go to college, get a good job, work your way to wherever you're trying to go for somebody else mm-hmm. and then, you know, have your kids and train them to do the same thing. Yeah. And then what I've learned is that's not what, that's not what is being taught in other cultures or other people, other cultures, they can choose, they just choose like, you know, to do it that way, mm-hmm. you know, but they're teaching like, People are teaching their kids to own their own things, do their own way. Yep. We're just hearing about 
the little bit, like the front people, like the, I, mean, I don't want to call it the lower class, but you know what I'm saying? We're just hearing about or being around these thousand of people, but there's you mean the, other so people. It's like the, the 1% and the 99%. But it, I think it's, I know it's more than 1% because everyone that I came in contact with that had multiple kids, like not just one and two, like multiple kids, they're the mamas and the daddies, they weren't working like us. Yeah. So there's obviously something that we don't know. And it's like, there's all this information and Mm -hmm. we might know a a little bit. um, And maybe we are just, we're just, you know, getting what the norm or um, it's like the, the matrix maybe. Mm-hmm. Or you can choose to swallow the is it the blue pill that wakes the red pill up is it the I, red I, whatever the pill is that is. wakes you up or you can just stay asleep and I think it's blue pill yeah walking through this this made up life that they want you to um, be accustomed to or accustom yourself to right. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, but then when you wake up, you're like, "Oh man, there's this available. There's this available. There's this uh, with the homeschooling, you know." Like, mm-hmm. and then there's way there's all these different ways to make money, and I think yes. like sometimes, well, and it could be, you know, we're we're getting to the point where the older generation of Black folks are it's the red pill. Okay, the red. <laughs> yeah, the red pill is going into the unknown. The blue pill is staying in ignorance. Okay. Okay. I mean, sorry. Think, no, it's okay. Uh, I think that the there's an older generation of Black folks that they worked so hard to be accepted mm-hmm. by the the majority population, and so they're like, we 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 made it. We made it. We made it for our kids. We made it for ourselves. And so now just get along to, to be along. We can go to their colleges. We can live in their neighborhoods, that sort of thing. And so the information that we're given is just mainstream. That's what it is. Mainstream information. Mm-hmm. But there's all this other stuff outside of the box that right. other people are accessing to um, have more opportunities. And it's and, and this conversation to me isn't about a black and a white thing. It's about a knowledge thing. Yeah. That's what I know. It's it's all about what you know. I'll tell you. So I know someone that um is not she's like lighter I don't like to say white people I don't know why it just sounds so white people you know what I'm saying I don't know (laughs) sounds so well it is what it is it ain't what it ain't but I mean non-melanated person oh okay but that's not true either (laughs) yeah because uh, because uh white people can be just as melanated sometimes more than a person that melanin shows up on their skin Okay. That's they found scientifically there can be someone like a Chinese person has a lot has a lot of melanin. But anyway, okay. so um some of them it depends on what's in the inside. So um so she's so she's not um so she's light skin melanin, right? 
So um, that sounds what ridiculous. society would call she's, white. She's, yeah, she's white. Anyway, so she's white. And she was talking to me like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my kids and mm-hmm. da, 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 this and that and that. And I was like, well, you do what you you do what you have to do for your kids. But it's not my job to educate my children. And I'm like, well, then whose job is it? You're going to, yeah. you want to continually send your kids some, one, you have too many problems with how they're educating your kids. This particular person? Yeah, did? yeah, yeah. I hear yeah. actually is a lot of people have issues with what's going on in school, but you choose the way that someone has taught you. You, you keep going, like someone has told you that this is what works and it really doesn't. If you look at yeah. all the kids that drop out of school. yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it just really doesn't. And then what really struck the match for me was, oh, I'm just worried about the socialization. And I and I was like, what? I mean, my voice kind of went higher than I really wanted it to go. And I was like, let, let me bring my, let, 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 let me bring my voice down. I mean, that's what I had to do. I said, it is your job to socialize your kids. It's no one else's job to mm-hmm. socialize your kids. Because you can control the socialization. Yeah. I, I don't know where we get off of saying that it's somebody, well, I do know somebody where it comes job. from. It's somebody else's job and you expect your kids to come home and look like you after In you done sent them to ways. somebody else for 12 yeah. years. I'm, to be taught by, yeah, to be taught something else that is not necessarily a reflection of you or your history. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's true. I, I'm glad that you said that. That's very true. It really does have a lot to do with your upbringing, I think, or just your personality. I know. Um, so my kids, but before, I'm sorry. Oh, no, but, go but ahead, before go you ahead. said, that's why I said it's not a black and white thing. Yeah. It's a knowledge thing because yeah. she didn't have the knowledge either. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on you know, how you, like you said, your upbringing. I just wanted to say that. That's why I said that point. Right. Because I and didn't, thank it's not, you for it's saying not that. Guy. It's not a black and white thing. It's not a black way. This is knowledge. Yeah. That, that, I thank you. That's really important. So thank you for saying that. And, um, I, I know for myself, I wasn't really raised like that. I was raised in the do well in school, you know, go to college, get your degree, maybe get a couple of degrees and you'll get a good job. And I remember once looking at my husband, we were, we were um, going somewhere, coming from somewhere. And I was just telling him, I feel like I was lied to. We did everything right. And there are people at that particular time, he and I were having some, some financial challenges. And I just said, you know, there, there are people that have, fewer degrees than we do and they're doing way better than we are. So there's got to be something missing. And I know with our kids, we are very, very um, committed to teaching them about financial literacy. We're committed to um, allowing them to see opportunities Mm -hmm. and limiting them. I I let you, you made a comment about your kids being, uh, liking to to mess up things. Uh, you didn't say destroy, but you said something. They destroy us. And you know, <laughs> the, so there, I I I have a limit to those things, but I really allow my kids 
to, and I wasn't raised like this. So I really mm-hmm. just let things go. And I just, my personality, I have got to let it go to allow them to explore, build, tear things up, rebuild it, because that's how they learn. And who knows what that is setting them up for in the future. Mm-hmm. Their school is all about preparing them for college. Well, if they want to go to college, great. My son wanted to be a paleontologist for forever and Mm -hmm. college for that. But uh, I've been telling my kids since my son was like a baby, create something, put your name on something and then surround yourself by people who get it. And I got that. um, I like that. Facebook page. That's not mine. I I don't want to take credit for that. It sounded like it. Wow. Yeah, it is from this Facebook page. This guy used to always put that. And it, I was like, yeah, that's so good. That deserves some snaps. Mm-hmm. Right, like, cre- you need to create something and put your name on it and create your own legacy, build your own legacy. Yeah, so, like a personal branding. Yes, and you need people around you. Yeah, that, you do. Um, because otherwise, you're going to have people bringing you down. But anyway. Or you'll spend your life putting energy towards someone else's vision. Granted, everybody's not, um, everybody's not able to go and start a business. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's a whole truth or a half truth. But there are people who are just happy working for someone else. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. But I think if you're talking about the control thing, like I want to control what I make, where I go, how I do, how I, you know, and then leave something behind or whatever, um, then yeah, you you pretty much need to have your own um, and brand yourself with that. But there's always going to be people that just, you know, they, they choose not to have their own vision. Or in you know, way, if they maybe they have a vision for something else, but it doesn't. Well, could just be happy. Business. Yeah. 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 I know some people that love their jobs. And I think that is amazing. I have nothing but respect for people that wake up and they work for somebody else. You know, they wake up and they love what they do and they're happy to do it. And yeah, it's just people that's like consideration. To do that. Yeah. I mean, if I had my own business, I would want people to work for me that love what they do. Yes, I want to have, absolutely. I would want to provide that opportunity for them. But I also wouldn't want to hinder them from creating their own business. If they want to pursue it. I know for uh, at the business that I started about four months ago, everybody, anybody who comes to work with us, they're on a 1099. And I did it. I like it that way because I tell them you're in charge of your own earning. Mm -hmm. You let me know when you can work and you give me what you worked at the end so that I can pay you. Now, if you choose not to come to work, it's not my fault (laughs) because you can have the hours if you want it. You you know, like I encourage... You know, we have an 18-year-old that worked there, and she's so used to answering to someone. Like, I, I had, we have to break her out of it. Yeah. So, you know, I always, I would love to help other people start their own businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, because if you want to, I know you're not going to work here the rest of your life, but some people will be like, you know, you know this is cool. 
This is a chill, laid back job. Hopefully it'll be this way forever. I doubt it because it's going to grow. But, (laughs) you know, that's fine. And my kids work there. Mm -hmm. So, and and it's so funny because we talked, you talked about financial literacy. Everybody has their own way of doing things. Even my husband has a way of doing things different than I do. Mm -hmm. So I pay my daughter $5 a day. She comes and she helps out, right? I pay my son $3 to just come in, take out the trash, pick up the stuff. And then the youngest one, he doesn't get paid. But if if we go somewhere, he's the the bold one. Can I have ice cream? Can I have? You know, he's always, can I have? Whenever we go, there's no, and he'll ask you like he never asked you before, you know, how kids are. So I'll just get him whatever he asks for when we go out for his time and services because he can't count money. That's my rule. You can't count. If you don't know how to count money, you can't get an allowance. Right. So he's trying real hard to do that. So they go and they spend their money in one day. All the money, like my daughter will make $25 and is gone in one day. And my husband's like, why don't you stop her? I say, no, I'm going to, she's under our roof. She's in a safe place right now. I say, this is when you, this is where you let them do what they're going to do. And then you teach them how they're going to, you, if you start, I, my philosophy is if you start out, out the gate, like, okay, put a, put it, put aside $5, but you've never experienced what putting aside that $5 can do for you. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make any sense to put it away. Am I, am I clear? Yes. And what I'm saying? So yes. she spent it all. And then she don't, she doesn't get paid like weekly. She only gets paid when I get paid. Mm-hmm. Right. You're looking around and you don't have any money, <laughs> right? So today, which was the first day, we go in the store. She saw these things. She, we went to Five Below. And, you know, at Five Below, you could just start reaching for stuff and you're up to $25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she goes and she says, I'm not going to spend all my money today. Oh, really? Like, I'm not going to tell you not to spend your money because guess what? I won't be there with you always. Right. You have to learn from experience what spending all to your money say, is going to do for you. Right. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. But my husband's like, no, you got to teach them first. No, I don't. Experience is the best teacher. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You hungry because you spent all your money. You're not hungry <laughs> because I didn't give you any money. <laughs> <laughs> But that's just the way I learned. Yeah. And I want to, I mean, I'm not perfect. And I, I, cause I spent all my money too. And I'm looking like, oh. Sometimes you know, it yeah. happens. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I, you know, my husband and I, we went through a financial literacy class mm-hmm. and we learned so much. And, you know, you think as adults, you would think as adults, you, you know, this stuff, but that you, I mean, it's not natural to know these things. You have to be taught these things. And yes. so, um, yeah, but still there are things that I'm still learning and, and sometimes I, and the funny thing is, I think that I am less responsible with money than he is. Mm -hmm. And I am the primary person. So, yeah, and I mean, I, I know that I have, you know, I have, there's an accountability there. Mm-hmm. So that keeps me from spending. And I, I'm just like completely open because I'm like, if I'm not comfortable telling him that I spent some money on this, then I'm not going to spend the money on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
Um, well, yeah. See, yeah, and our we we have a different dynamic. Like you know, my husband handles all of the money stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the one. Like I say, I'm the risk taker. He's yeah. the he's the stable one. So you know, he's able, and and I'm glad we balance each other out because mm-hmm. like we'll go somewhere I'm like what just spent a hundred bucks. Right. What's wrong with you know? And he's like. <laughs> Well, you know, I said, are the bills paid? Yeah. All right. It's been a hundred bucks. You know, he's like, but what about, what about? This is now. I'm like living in the now. Right. YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> Live in the now, buddy. But yeah. we have a lot of stuff because of him and not, not because of, well, I mean, he has, I mean, he does it because he's a, but we don't, I don't, I don't, I don't say anything. I don't ask <laughs> <laughs> unless I was spending hit, you know, that money, but I don't, I just be like, Oh, I got money. Mm-hmm. Let me go buy a car. <laughs> no, I'm just saying yeah. it's just, it's fun. It's fun to have and it's fun to spend and it feels good when it's you, a tool at the end of the yeah, day. I tell my kids. I, it's absolutely. A tool. Right. And our, our daughter said once that she loved money and my husband was like, don't love money. Money's like a fork. Money's like a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a tool. So he was like, well, what do you use a fridge for? And she said to put food in it, right, to keep food cold. And what do you use a fork or a spoon for? To eat food, right, to eat food. But, you know, you don't love it. Mm-hmm. You use it to get what you need. It's just a tool. So, yeah, that's important. That's cool because I love money. And I tell my kids, <laughs> love your money because you loving it will attract it no matter okay. what. And it's not so much just money, it's provision. It's more than that. Yeah. So love the aspect of you being provided for. Right. That's not so much as just the money because money is worthless, but the mm-hmm. provision of you, because it could just be a free meal. It could you be going in a grocery store and I kid you not, as a lady I know, she went into the grocery store and she said, I got $5. Well, they didn't know. She didn't know they was running a contest. She was the 1,000 shopper that day and got $1,000 in grocery. I can't even spend $1,000 in grocery, but I'm just, she had $1,000. Yeah. Huh? Well, yeah, at Whole Foods, you can. <laughs> <laughs> but not at another store. Anyway. Yeah. But if... I'm of the mindset and I wasn't, I I always say I never wanted to homeschool my kids, Mm -hmm. but I've always been a serial entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and I'm an advocate for homeschooling. Well, one, one, before you homeschool, you need to own your schedule. You, if you don't own your schedule, then there's, you, you don't, you can't pick and choose what you want to have into your daily dealings in your daily life. So I'm an advocate for owning your schedule first. I did that. And then homeschooling your kids. So when I talk about the hours changing, I think businesses are going to start opening up later and staying open later. Especially those that deal with like customer service online. It's just 24, you know, 24 seven, but you're going to be, see stores don't open up until one o'clock in the afternoon when people are done homeschooling their kids and maybe they want to come to the store. I don't know. I don't know about grocery stores, but like a Sunday schedule. 
You do know, you think, do you think though that they would make it where it's maybe not like opened at? I mean, it could be opened at one p.m. But what do you think about opening earlier and closing later, and just you know giving people the opportunity to not have that? Obviously, you wouldn't work from the opening to the closing, but you would have shifts to accommodate yeah, I mean, yeah. the different schedules that people have. So that, okay, so let me think about this. That would work. I I know it would work. You can make anything work. But then Mm -hmm. you also got to think about if someone's homeschooling their kids, it it, it takes a lot mentally. I'm not, I I cannot go to a nine-hour job after I've homeschooled my kids. Yeah. I, I do believe that it, I can't, I can't see, let me say I don't, I do believe because you can believe it and it's not be something that happens or true, mm-hmm. but I can see that employers will find a way to maximize their earning and they're in a s- small space, mm-hmm. whether it, you know, a small time frame mm-hmm. because time is your enemy. You know, even with homeschool, because we'll start homeschooling at nine and I'll have kids be done at different times. But before you know it, it's two o'clock, you know, and then now my mind has been, okay. especially if you have multiple kids. I just helped this one. I just did this one. Okay, and I need a nap. I really need a nap. Like I take a nap after Mm -hmm. homeschool. (laughs) After we're done, <laughs> I mean, and and really, I'm like, my they have some teachers like my son. One goes online, and two of them do not. Okay, but but I spend more time with the one online for some reason. Right. Well, yeah. one he's the youngest, but then you know, if I had to go somewhere mentally, that would be hard. Yeah, that would be very hard for me during to do. the homeschooling hours or just uh, after. Really, okay. So that's why I said own your schedule. And like after we homeschool, like I would go up to uh, the drop-in play care, but that's not a mental, like that's not a mental task, task, task. What am I saying? Mental taxing job to me. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, it's not, and it doesn't even feel like a job because I own it. Right. That's your thing. It's my, yeah, it's what I'm doing right now. Right. You know? And, yeah. but if you're going to work and then you got to answer to something, like I answer, I don't answer to anybody. Like you go and you answer to somebody and then you mm-hmm. got somebody, you know, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. But well, as far as the time frame, Yeah. That, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. It's gonna, I think that one thing that I've learned from, or I've seen from this whole pandemic is that we have the ability to adapt very quickly. Our system that we have set up because as resistant as a lot of places were to online, creating um, the ability to operate online, they didn't really have a choice when the whole country shut down or the world mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. had to adapt. And people, most people adapted very quickly. Um, I think that, you know, as summer comes to an end, I think that a lot of people are mourning I think that a lot of people are really sad because um, for people that had their kids in school, their kids left school around spring break and now they're having to return, whether it's online. And I mean, 
you know, people did the distance learning thing in the springtime, but it was kind of like a, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. It just really didn't seem, it seems to me, what I'm hearing chatter is that it wasn't really school because people were just so focused head down. We're going to get through this. And in the fall, everything's going to go back to normal. Well, that's not the case. But what school though? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, the we can go, I can talk about this for like three hours because yeah. I don't understand what is school. So school, I mean, as the system has it, is a place for kids to go and get educated to become productive human beings. That's the best, that's the best definition that I can give. I mean, when you think about it, that's, that's what it's set, that's what it's set for. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I mean, so, and we can go back to that, but I think that, so people are going to, people are feeling a little sad because that we're still here and they're going to have to do distance learning for however long, three weeks or three months or whatever. Um, so they're going to have to figure out how to really juggle. Like this isn't, so I think people are realizing, okay, so this wasn't temporary like we expected. So this is all just dragging on and this season of rest-ish is coming to an end. And now we have to juggle, once again, school. <laughs> Not definition, obviously, but school and um, the distance learning stuff and work. So, so there's that. Let me and let me ask this question and then I'll be there because I, <laughs> I, like I say, owning your schedule is key and we have the capacity to create whatever we want to do. We, it's just, you can take your, your destiny and your kids' destiny into your own hands. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if it never goes back, Never goes like back. It was pre-COVID. And it's not. Because they're finding new strains and new and you know, whatever. <laughs> if it never goes back, why do I need school to prepare my kid for the future for the that they may never ever get to live in like it used to be? Well, and that's a great question. And I would even say that as it used to be, obviously it wasn't working. Because remember what I said? Yeah. Uh, We, you know, now there's like three degrees. I was going to get my PhD just so people could call me doctor. Um, And I did want to teach at a university. Now Mm -hmm. I know about that. But uh, yeah, and we were struggling. And it was, then I told my husband, I felt like we were lied to. And that got me to the point where I am like, my kids need to know how to be, how to, I want my kids to be entrepreneurial minded. If they want to do something, I need them to know that you don't have to go work for somebody that does it. You can create your own stuff. Yes. And so that has been important to me. And also my kids don't have to go to school to be successful. I, no. My husband and I have been involved in plenty of multi-level marketing organizations enough to know that you don't have to have a degree to be successful. It's really a mindset and it's really about what you want to do. 
And a lot of times the limits are not on you if you're in that, if you're in that, like Mm -hmm. you are just in the box of education, the educational box. And I'm not like no disrespect whatsoever. There's a lot of limitations there. Yes, there is. So to answer your question, so my long answer is you're, you know, you asked, is that, I mean, in the new world, why is it necessary? I mean, it's not, it's, it's just the thing that people do. It's what we're used to doing. Yes. It's a routine. It's a habit we've created for ourselves. You, one more question. Go for it. Who makes the most money? Just because people go to, to work to make money. Who makes the most money? You mean in these work? Yeah. Just think, what does a person do? What does a person do to make the most money? Think about the 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 the, per, the richest person on it. What do they do? Most of the people with uh, the wealth have their own thing, but not only their own thing, but they have several streams of income. So they maybe have one business that they got started, and then they have invested in several different things, or you know, they've got their their finger in different things. What does things? Amazon do? It sells stuff. It provides a service. A service. Yeah. Service creates abundance. You find a service, you feel a service, you will never have to worry about anything. I mean, in a service that's truly something that you're doing, like you're a service person. I know you're a service person. You can never have lasted five and a half years if... <laughs> Right? It was five and a half. Was it five or six? What? In the program that we worked in. Oh, yeah. It was five and a half years. You would never have lasted five and a half years if you were not a service person. You said that you want to teach. Now, here we go. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we can talk about this another time. What's next? Create your own academy. I've seen... Wait. I'm in somebody else's... Oh, oh, I'm in somebody else's academy right now. Mm -hmm. Every week, I pay $100 a month because I'm learning something from someone else. That's your Wednesday class. Yeah. Okay. And she sounds just like you. I have, I have this, I got this degree, and all she is doing is providing a service. Service. So it's like you find a solution to a problem. That's it? Yeah. Which that's kind of sort of confirmation because I feel like my husband and I were having a conversation about this earlier and he was saying, I can't even remember now. Don't you just love it how that happens? Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was saying, some, we were having a conversation about something. I cannot even remember the context of this conversation, but I do remember, I guess the most important part was he was talking about you you are able to make money because you see a problem and you find a solution. Yes. That's, That's it. it. You're, you're providing a service. You've found a solution to a problem that people are having. Yep. It's so, called the law of compensation. That's what it's called. <laughs> so I wonder though, so in this new season, there, if it, it, it's, what is it? What month is it? 
it's I don't know, girl. It's still it's August. It's, it's still, still it's still November to me. January. I don't know. It's just hot. Yeah. yeah. It's a hot November, yeah. very hot November. It doesn't yeah. seem the year has flown by in one one vein and in another it's just been really slow. Yeah. And I wonder, I mean, because there's all this time that we've had, I wonder how many people have really taken advantage of that opportunity. I really, you know, yeah. Right. Wonder. It's, it's it. I, I worked in the gym and, and I know we're going to stop talking. So I worked in a gym. I worked in two gyms. I worked. And um, that's because I was able to stay home with them and make mm-hmm. a considerable amount as a fitness instructor. Right. You know, a good amount. And I only had to work like five hours a week before I started working for myself. Mm-hmm. And um, they closed down. So I'm like, how, am, what am I going to, what am, you know? So then when everybody closed down, they paid us for the first month. But then after that, because they thought it was only going to last for like a month. Right. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, well, shoot, I'm not going back to work. So what am I going to do? Right. Found a need, feel the need and everything. And then, you know what? I'm going to find something else I'm going to do. Right. Like you said, multiple streams of income. Mm -hmm. That's important. Yep. And you can do it, parents. It's not. Yeah. I mean, we think of school as something that you have to do, like somebody, something else, somebody else. But you do not. You don't have to do school like that. Your kids know how to read, comprehend. They can learn anything. That's true. They can learn anything. So I know. And just to just to, um, I guess, push that what you said, reading and comprehending, you can do anything just really to push Mm -hmm. it because it's so true. I know somebody that is an engineer and she's doing really well. Well, she didn't, I don't know what engineers do. She wasn't like building things or, you know, like she didn't grow up doing that. She read, she was like, I read everything I could get my hands on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's, there's really something to that. Uh, For me, you know, and I I will, I'm going to be just honest with you. And I think that we have a strong enough, well, I know we have a strong enough relationship where I can say this Mm -hmm. and judge me. I, I have, you, you, we, (laughs) I can't even get it out. Come on, spit it out, spit it out. We have talked about, you know, me changing things up and and Mm -hmm. differently and not even, not even because you're pushing me to do it, but because you know what I want. Um, mm-hmm. So it's my desire to do those things to to create my own, own my own schedule, like you said, right? And to have more um, responsibility over teaching my kids things. Because I mean, I teach my kids things, but I also send them off to school to learn. Um, and I think a part of for me. The fact that my daughter is not reading mm-hmm. makes me nervous because I, you know, I, I can be responsible for that. And I guess I, I guess I'm just going to have to see how things go. Um, and I don't necessarily know it. it I don't, I mean, I, I'm not going to be married to keeping them in school. If I at any time have a feeling like, 
this is not working. This is not going well for my family. We need to do things differently. Or you know how sometimes our our destiny or our purpose has a way of pushing itself on you. Um, if that happens, then I mean I'm not gonna I'm not going to fight it anymore. Because you know I, I got you, you know I have another question. Yeah. So why does your daughter need to read at four? I mean. Why? Why does she? Why does she need to read at four years old? Isn't she has plenty? I mean, okay. So this is where you get it. I've met a lot <laughs> of other parents, and see when you homeschool, there's no comparison. There's no metric system. Right. It's it actually allows your children to be children longer. Mm-hmm. You know, kids learn naturally. There are some right. things that you have to push on them. Grayson, when I, I think I told you the story, he went to kindergarten. They told me he should have went to to um, they told me he should have went to pre K first, but he didn't. I didn't do anything with him at home. I sent him right to kindergarten, mm-hmm. and the teacher came to me after school was over, and she said, "You have taught me something." And I'm like, what? She said, when your son came, he didn't know how to read. Now he's in kindergarten. He didn't know how to read and he wasn't writing. But she said, by the end, he got it. But it taught me a new way of thinking about children. Like they don't have to do what what the higher ups are telling us they have to do in this amount of time. They don't have to meet these expectations. Right. You're meeting your kid. They... When they're ready, they will learn. She won't be mm. 21 years old without reading. And other people's like, no, no, no. Listen, you follow the curve of your child to me. Right. It will be less headache for you. Trust me. I try. They introduced cursive to my daughter in, in kindergarten when we did the curriculum. And she did not want to do it. Every day, both of us was crying for her to do cursive. Mm-hmm. She didn't learn cursive until fourth grade. And when she learned cursive, she learned cursive. Why does she need to read that for? What kind of business is she going to be handling? (laughs) I'm just saying, but if that's what you want for your child, that's what you want. But don't let it beat you up. She has nobody to be compared to. Right. Just think that way. Nobody to be compared to. But then if you're in someone else's system then you're going to be compared to their metrics. But in homeschool, you don't have, you don't have to do that. She, my, my son didn't start reading until he was six and he's doing excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, but my daughter read when she was three because she wanted to. Right. It's, it's so, taking, taking the lead from them, allowing them to take the lead. If that's your way, everybody don't do it that way. Right. But, but I, like you, you said know. it's it's easier when they're ready than to push it on them. I mean, if they're in a system where everybody's doing it, they will probably be more likely to just go along. Yes. Um, but, you know, if you're at home in mm-hmm. homeschooling and I mean, it's different. Yeah. Well, she's going to have like, different habits than your older one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my older one walk around with a book. She walks around with a book. But now the other ones want to walk around with the book too 
And but I'm like, you can't walk around with a book you're not reading. So what you gonna do? <laughs> so say experience is the best teacher. You she's gonna come up to you and be like, Mama, what that say? Well, it said that you could have had ice cream at 12 o'clock, but because you can't read, guess what? She's gonna be like, Well, I wanna read. Yeah. Just, that's my method. Now everybody else is different. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you raise you raise points, and you are here to make me think, and you're here to help you. You're here to make the audience think. Uh, so I appreciate that that point of view. And I'm loose. I'm too loose with it. I'm just loose. Are. I don't. I don't want to push my kids to do anything. Yeah. Other than be themselves. Yeah. You know that's that's, that's my thing. objective. I don't want them to hate it. Yeah, I don't want them to hate reading. I hated math, so I never learned it. I only can do it one plus one. (laughs) Don't give me a fraction. (laughs) Don't give me any pre-algebra calculus. I can't. I'm I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. Are you, you know, (laughs) I I totally, I get what you're saying because, you know, when I worked at the university, I know there were people that they just did what they needed, the bare minimum, so that they could play athletics. Not all of them, but some mm-hmm. of them were like, I, I'm just here for the sports and yeah. I hate everything else. And I just need to do the bare minimum. Right. And, but I also think when you, when you give your kids that space to do, you know, to, to learn the way they want to learn, that builds confidence. And I see. Yes, that's true. That's a good so point. Confident. They know who they are. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. And be okay with it. But my husband thinks like you. We we're a good balance. We we we're in therapy right now, and um, he they, they, she tells us all the time. She says both of you have great things. You have more. He has more of a discipline. Me, I'm more fly with the wind. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your enjoy your life. Yeah. Because the birds eat. Ain't nobody worrying about what they do. You know, you're not worried <laughs> about them three. They eat. Yeah, that's true. So what, what 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 am I worrying about for? You know, we, we <laughs> you know, we you can't enjoy life if you always putting something up or you 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 gotta anyway, girl. Don't, I t- don't I, yeah, I put too much pressure <laughs> on on myself and yeah and my life and my kids and, and uh-huh. I mean you know, a lot a lot of it is, you know, I feel like you would ask why? <laughs> What yeah. is that? What is I going to accomplish? You know, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, yeah. And I mean, you know, I can think back to all the pressure that I put on myself and here I am. And I can't really say that where I am is exactly where I want to be. And I'm not saying that we should, I mean, you should ever be satisfied. You know, you could, you should continue to learn and grow and everything. But I know that there are things, there's, I could be somewhere else, you know? Yeah. I always think you never have to apologize for what for what your truth is. You never have to apologize. You just have to be okay with it. Where mm-hmm. people falter is is when you put more stock in into what they think and then and then what you what you know. Right. So I know this, but I'm going to let you make me feel some type of way? No. <laughs> No, I'm not going to even allow you into that space. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think everybody gets to that comfort zone. Just like you said, if that's the way, if that's your truth, then that's your truth. I'm right. not here to tell you it's not. I'm not here to tell you it's wrong. I'm just, we're just talking. 
you know. But you guys, let us know what you think. <laughs> We're always open to right. um, you communication. We want to hear what you talk about. Yes. If this is social distancing, please be social. In your distant space, okay, just right? be social with us. <laughs> you know, you know, we want you to. We're not asking for a, a sample. We just only right. want you to. We just want you to tell us how you feel about the subject. Everybody has their right. different point of views, and it's okay to not think like the next person. We're all different. We're all Absolutely. supposed to be different. Right. That's what makes it. That's what makes us unique, and that's what makes the world a an interesting place. Yeah, so- I never want to hang out with Patricia if she was me. I'd be like, that girl crazy. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with no loose person. What are you no, loose, girl? Stop. <laughs> stop it. She can't make up her mind. <laughs> we balance each other out, though, I think. Yeah, we do. We do. And we do. there's a reason why we have this friendship and yeah. this respect for each other. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> secretly want to be like Patricia you guys but I can't but I can't do it because she's unique and she's wonderfully unique and you know what that's the same with Latanya there are so many parts of her character that I admire and just really look up to and I know that I'm just like, man, I, she said something about, or this was, we were talking earlier and she said something about another friend of ours that is like, yeah, she, she just moved so quickly and I just know I got to speed up so I can stay on the bus. And I'm just like, I'm thinking to myself, here I am trying to like, not even running to catch up. I'm just like, y'all wait, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. Please don't leave me. <laughs> we'll still pick you up, girl. Well, you know, we I, love you. I appreciate that. I appreciate All that. All right, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Black Mom Diaries. And I do want to let y'all know before we go that... Oh, I was closing. Email us. Yes, I know. But I'll... Okay. <laughs> email us at blackmomdiaries at gmail.com. That's one word. Well, that's not one word, but it's all together. Blackmomdiaries at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Instagram at blackmomdiaries. Connect with us on Facebook. Same thing. Look for us at blackmomdiaries. And if you like to do tweets, if that's more your thing, find us on Twitter at, guess it, blackmomdiaries. Or I guess you guessed it. Anyway, blackmomdiaries on Twitter. We're everywhere, y'all. So connect with us. Is it time to go yet? I'm just It's time to go. <laughs> it's time to go. If we must, let's go. Y'all tell us what's next. Connect. Yes, what's next, what's guys? Next for you. Summer's over. What's next? That's it. I'm going All to right. sleep. I am Latanya. <laughs> and I'm Patricia. And thank you for listening to this episode of Black Mom's Diary.